You're listening to Dear God, I'm Grateful, a podcast presented by the Iron Wifey Podcast Network. I'm your host, Michaela Robertson, and thank you for joining me for a daily dose of gratitude. Without further ado, let's get into what we're grateful for today. Dear God, I'm grateful for expectations. Now, I know it's later on in the evening when this episode is being published, but um, I kept on going back and forth today between different things that I wanted to be grateful for. And one of the things that actually happened is I ended up calling my mom just out of the blue just because I call my mom all the time. And our call turned into a Bible study. And our Bible study, you know, we covered Daniel and we really talked about God's glory. And it was like such a blessing because it was definitely out of the blue. It was unexpected. And when we started talking about expectations, we kind of got on the book of Revelations, which I haven't actually read fully through yet. And I was telling my mom, you know, I don't know if I'm ready to read Revelations because I hear there's some scary stuff in there. And she was talking about how Revelations gives us an insight to expectation. And she said, we can't do what we're expected to do without knowing what God expects of us. And so Revelations lays out the expectations set before us. And so I just want to say that, dear God, I'm grateful for expectation. Because when she laid it out like that, it really allowed me to see that God's word is the revelation of expectations. Revelations, yes, talks about the end of time, but revelations means to reveal. And so it's revealing what God knows is going to happen in the future. And it shows us what we can expect. And so it gives us not just a warning, but it gives us time to prepare for what it is that we are going to expect in the time to come. And so when I was looking through expectations in the Bible, you know, I had to find some scripture (laughs) to back up conversation. Um, But I I realized, you know, 1 John 3, 2 through 3, um, it talks about dear friends, we are already God's children, but he's not yet shown us what we will be like when Christ appears. So, you know, the end of time when Christ comes back, when he returns. And then it says, but we do know that we will be like him for we will see him as he really is. And all who have this eager expectation will keep themselves pure just as he was pure. So I feel like this is showing us that while we are still here on earth, we have an opportunity to purify ourselves in Christ, to to keep ourselves pure just as Jesus was pure. So that when he does come back, even though we don't know when he's coming back, We know that we will be like him because we lived our lives here on the earth as Christ lived his life. And then another thing um, was uh, Philippians. Paul was talking about that. But before um, we get to Philippians in Psalms 119, um, 119.30, it's a scripture. And it says, the teaching of your word gives light. So even the simple can understand. I pant with expectation, longing for your commands. And so it's God's word that is going to shed light on the end of time. When I was talking to my mom and having Bible study, the book of Daniel, Daniel has a lot of prophetic dreams about the end of time. And so Revelations is, you know, covering the end of time and it gives us that expectation of what God has set before us. And so the teaching of his word sheds light on that expectation and makes it simple for us so that we can long to expect what is to come. And Philippians 1.20, Paul talks about living for Christ. And, you know, these are his words, quote for quote. He says, 
For I fully expect and hope that I will never be ashamed, but that I will continue to be bold for Christ as I have been in the past. And I trust that my life will bring honor to Christ, whether I live or die. For to me, living means living for Christ and dying is even better. And so Paul talks about his expectations of never being ashamed for Christ because of his dedication and trusting the Lord and living his life to bring honor to Christ. And so when we go back to 1 John, you know, we're reminded that if we are able to be like him and we seek this expectation of his return, we will keep ourselves pure. And then in Psalms, you know, it talks about his word gives us that light so that we can understand and long for his commands and expectation. And so Paul just gives us a great summary of this where he says, I expect to hope that I won't be ashamed and that I will continue to be bold for Christ as I've been in the past. Again, he said, trust that my life will bring honor to Christ, whether I live or die. For to me, living means living for Christ and dying is even better. So while you are here on this earth, it is our duty, our responsibility to live for Christ. And while we are living for Christ, we are called to be that light and to shed the, the, the word of God, to spread the word of God, um, for it does bring light to those who are trapped in darkness. And then we're also called to live pure, pure and righteous lives. And so for Paul to say to me, living means living for Christ and dying is even better. I only take this as living means dedicating my life to Christ, um, walking in his will every day of my life being a light, spreading his word, and sharing all that I know about Jesus each and every day for the rest of my life. And dying is even better because not only do I get a chance to be in the midst, in his presence, in the kingdom with Christ, but I have finally reached that place of expectancy, that place of expectations that Revelations talks about, where I know that when the end of time comes, I will be able to rest in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. So... I know that might have been a lot for a lot of people, but that Bible study really opened my eyes and um, me and my mom are planning to start reading Revelations together um, after we go through the book of Daniel. But I just thought it was amazing how when she said Revelations gives us an insight to God's expectations regarding the end of time. What really threw me was when she said you can't do what you're expected to do without knowing the expectations set before you. So God is not going to give us something and call us to do something without telling us what he expects of us. And his word lays out these expectations so clearly on as Christians, what we are expected to do, how we are expected to live our lives in order to carry out the call that he has called for us to do. So I encourage you to have great expectations, but also seek the word for the expectations set before you because you can't do what you're expected to do without knowing the expectations set before you. That is it for today, loves. I will talk to you all tomorrow. But for today, dear God, I'm grateful for expectations. May we continue to seek Christ in all that we do. May we continue to learn his word because it gives light. May we continue to long for his commands and pant with expectation. And may we continue to live lives like Christ as Paul did. I live life to bring honor to Christ. May we continue to live a life to bring honor to Christ and keep ourselves pure for him. For there will be a time where he will come again and we would like to see ourselves in him for we would truly be able to see him then.
but that's it for today i love you guys i'm praying for you um wait in expectancy but know what your expectations are i'll talk to you guys tomorrow on another episode bye thank you so much for listening and i hope you'll join me here tomorrow god is good all the time and all the time i am grateful god loves you and so do i have a grateful day